Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. My name is Tori. My name is Taylor Shay. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Can't wait for more fuckery. Yeah. Who's excited to do part two? Not, not me. Haha. <laughs> 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 ha. No one's excited for this. No, we're not. Um, Our mutual therapist who listens told me that sometimes, like, when there's a part two, she sometimes likes to go and, like, look up and, like, mm-hmm. spoil the ending for herself because she, like, mm-hmm. needs to know. She said this one was not one of the ones she did mm-hmm. that for. She was like, I don't want to know anything more about this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's fair. She also loved that we were called Chattercunts. She brought that up to me. D- same. So, like, that's going to be our merch at some point. Chattercunts. Chattercunts. Um, hashtag Chattercunts. Uh, hi, welcome to Figures in the Dark. We're Chattercunts. Yes. Also, if you hear noises, I'm doing my skincare, so don't judge me. And Powder is doing her best gargoyle impression. She's guarding a closed window. Yep. With no threat to the window. So, I don't know. Nope. She is, as that TikTok, 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 TikTok sound goes. Mm-hmm. She has a smooth brain. She has no no bumps or ridges, no valleys or bumps or whatever the fuck yes. it is. All thoughts just slide right off. Which is how I've been feeling today. And it doesn't help that I am two drinks in recording this. We're about to go to a concert. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this because we have no other time. Yes, because uh, you're going to see your nephew who's turning yep. a year old. Mm-hmm. And then oh. I am going to not only my girlfriend's uh, Liberty picnic but also my family's picnic so we are not gonna see each other till monday evening so and we record on tuesday if that and i got a part-time job because i'm broke Mm -hmm. and i start working on tuesday my part-time job so yeah so this is gonna be very busy for a while and tuesday is when i start classes yes because tell them why because i'm getting my paralegal certification okay so i can be nosy legally yes um that is what my job is as an advocate is to be nosy legally basically i i feel like you have to be a nosy bitch to work at a safe house yeah and honestly best job of my life mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass but well you know everything about everyone at all times and everybody tells you every information that they could ever or every thought they ever had mm-hmm. and it's nosy because my little nosy yeah. ass brain loves that shit yeah be like so. all right i love details exactly well We'll get into this, and you're not going to love these details. So, I'm going to hate it. Yep. We all hate it. Uh, and him. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Alle- no, so, we don't allegedly uh, hate him. I I do hate him. Okay, we do hate him, but all of the things we're talking about, are again, alleged. many alleged's or allegedly's will be say it, said during the rest of this, not because of our personal disbelief or not wanting to support uh, survivors, but because of legal purposes. And we don't have, like I said, we don't have money. No. So if we get sued, we fucked. Exactly. Well, I don't know if he has money to sue because he's too busy buying wigs, but we'll see. <sighs> okay. Um, but so, where we last left off, uh, we have, tw- he has twice interacted with Well, Lon- he, he being Davi Vanity. Yes, I'm Davi sorry, Vanity. someone just yes. jumped in. Sorry, this is part two of Davi Vanity. Or- you better da- cut da- that out. Davi, Davi Predator. Yes, Predator Davi. Predator Davi. <laughs> <laughs> um, called it. Yes. Thank you, New York. We are Predator Davi. That's probably what's going to happen after all of this. Love it. But so Davi has twice now interacted with law enforcement yes. due to sexual contact with a minor as the accusation or potential charge both times law enforcement did not follow through with those charges though are we shocked no no um as well as he has already had one band member leave the band because of uh 
witness claiming to witness an incident that led to police contact and Dobby being arrested right yeah him being arrested but no formal charges then coming from Mm. that uh, as well as an 11 year old had came forward mm-hmm. on YouTube claiming that he had been abusing her for the last year, which then his fans bullied her mercilessly mm-hmm. until she retracted said statement. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's where so we're at. That's basically where we're at to mostly recap all of part one. But so we're just going to get right into it and try our best to i'm gonna try my best to kind of keep with a timeline but to be honest here it's really difficult because some of these folks weren't giving an exact Mm -hmm. year or time frame that this happened so these are all incidents that have happened from the years of 2011 to 2016 okay so in post jay von monroe yes okay yep so this is once jay von monroe has Mm -hmm. joined the band so in 2011, one woman from Virginia was 18 years old when she first met Davi in person. Mm-hmm. She attended his show, and he had invited her to come back to his hotel with him after the show, but she declined, and instead they agreed to go to breakfast the next morning. Mm-hmm. So she came to pick him up the next day at the Holiday Inn that he was staying at. He asked her to come inside the hotel room, assumably because he was still getting ready to go to breakfast, and instead he then, trigger warning, he once again forced her to perform oral sex on him and then as she claims vaginally and anally raped her yeah so also around this time there was footage captured after a concert and at a meet and greet of jay telling davi about an encounter he had just had with a fan's mother that at the time left him feeling mostly angry and confused Mm -hmm. and he has since basically said that like the way he behaved in that video when recounting the story to Davi is not the way he would behave today. Okay. So I'll explain more. So on the video, he recalled a mother coming to the tour bus that he was on unwinding after a show and she was upset and demanding to find Davi as she said he was holding her daughter hostage. Oh, uh, what? Yep. So at the time he was angry with this mother as he was very young and was like barely like 18, 19 Mm -hmm. at the time and refusing to believe any of the accusations against Torres and made fun of this woman and wrote her off as crazy. But he has said now looking back in recent years that Jeremy has said that he would he would have behaved the same way as that mother did in Mm -hmm. this situation because he now knows the truth about him. Mm -hmm. So basically in this instance, he was like making fun of this mom who came to the tour bus ranting, raving, Mm -hmm. screaming saying that Davi had her underage kid mm-hmm. and back then when he recounted this in the video he was like making fun of the mom mm-hmm. but has said since now he wishes mm-hmm. he had not and probably would have behaved the same mm-hmm. and it seemed in his mind he has already and he stated to kind of like fast forward a little he stated in recent years that he also believes these accusations oh, okay gotcha that was my next question yeah so also, this same year, the band had partnered with the artist Lady No Grady for the song Bewitched, mm-hmm. which that singer has since claimed that when working on the song together, Davi Vanity had attempted to sexually assault her. Mm-hmm. She claims that she put up a fight and he was unable to complete his attack. After this, she claims that he did not make any further attempts. She believes that the reason he did not attempt again was because she was left uh, with the feeling that he does not like anyone he can't control. Makes sense. Yep. And being that he couldn't control her, he didn't try again. I mean, yeah, that, that makes that's yeah. not like a one predator. Yep. Mentality. As well as it makes sense if these allegations 
cl- uh, eventually be proven to be true, mm-hmm. that he particularly usually goes after people he has power and control over either by him being the mm-hmm. famous person and them not, or by them being literal yep. children. Yep, definitely. And him being an adult. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Mm-hmm. There's that. Mm-hmm. So this one's also really super upsetting to me. Um so by 2012, none of Torres's alleged behaviors and predilections had slowed down at all, as one fan said that during that year when she was 18 years old, she claims he attacked her. Mm. In this instance, she alleged that he forced her to perform oral sex, but do- during this, due to her asthma, it caused her to have an asthma attack <gasps> and s- to struggle breathing. He then joked that his penis could have choked her to death. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. yeah that's hysterical mm-hmm. uh, it's so fucking funny like this person mm-hmm. could die because i sexually assaulted them lol uh-huh. <laughs> go fuck yourself it's so funny that i gave you an asthma attack while i attempt to rape you <laughs> fuck you yeah that's exactly the behavior we're talking about mm. here and as someone with asthma this is really upsetting to me personally mm. just like I could not imagine having to go through that particular experience and then also having someone degrade and make fun of me Mm -hmm. Um, as I clearly this girl thought she was going to die. Asthma attacks are really, really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone that I've ever had, uh, I literally thought that I was going to die. I once like my abuser actually once like screamed at me until I had an asthma attack. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most overwhelming moments of Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, my God. It was awful. Jesus Christ. So also in 2012 uh, was when the band began touring with the band New Year's Day mm-hmm. for their Scene is Not Dead tour. And New Year's Day claims that they were later disinvited to the tour for standing up to Davi against bullying and due to concerns that they had raised. So the lead singer of the band, Ash, Ash Costello. Costello. Yep. I, <laughs> I loved New Year's Day. Sorry. This is like a world's colliding. I love New Year's Day. I had the biggest crush on Ash Costello. And this was before I even came out. So like I was like 14, 15. And I, I'm, I'm, I, oh, this is like a wait. So you, did you have one of those moments where you're like, oh, I want to be her, but I, like, I can't figure out why. Yes. Yeah. That was me with the lead singer of Paramore. Yeah, I looked. Yeah. I looked at Ash Costello, especially in the for all the people, all the all the emo kids out there. You yeah. know, uh, Angel, Angel Eyes with Chris Motionless. That video, oh my god, she wears <laughs> lingerie in it, and it was just Chef's kiss. She was so hot. Anyway, she still is hot. But, but I know exactly when yes. I, you said New Year's Day, and I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> I know this. Oh my god. Oh my god, Ash Costello. <laughs> Fun fact: She liked one of my Instagram pictures one time. Mm. So Whoa. fancy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So she. She's a great person yes. in this story. Um, so she later released details on social media as to why she thought this. So she claims that she was uncomfortable with Davi's behavior on tour with fans. Mm-hmm. So she accused him of showing his bare ass on stage. Makes sense. Would allow fans to touch his crotch during performances and would tell 12-year-old fans that were the majority of the people that were there that he'd like to come on all of their faces during a show. Uh, the last claim, mind you, is supported by video footage that has existed on the internet for years. Ew. Uh, yeah. And I can just imagine his nasty ass going on stage and like singing a song and being like, yeah, I just want to mm-hmm. come on all your faces. It literally, like, yep. And his high pitched voice. I can't wait to come on all your little faces. Ew. The fact that he said little faces too. Like mm-hmm. these are, these are children. That's fucking disgusting. Yep. So as well as he would often use a squirt gun to pretend to ejaculate on concert goers. 
That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, like, I said last time that I got excited about the fact that Andy Biersack spit on me, and by spit on me, he, like, put water in his mouth and then spit it out at the crowd, oh, nice. and I got hit. I said I was excited by that, but that's my limit. Yeah. Someone pretending to ejaculate on me. All right, I'm done. We're going to see Young Gravy today, and I 100% support his love of MILFs, mm-hmm. but I swear to God, if he starts, like, pretending to ejaculate, I'll be like, we need to go. I'm out. Oh, my God. Love it. I'm out. God. I don't Bye. want baby gravy. I'm good. <laughs> You put that sentence back in your mouth right now. No. Also, headphone users, I'm sitting back from my microphone. So I'm sorry. You're sorry welcome. to all of you. Hello. For Jesus everything Christ. that I am. I'm a piece of work. What can I say? Basically. Says you who just said baby gravy, you nasty bitch. This is a pun. He has albums called Baby Gravy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never connected the two. <laughs> I literally thought it was just called Baby Gravy because, like, he featured his friend Baby No Money on it. No. It's a just joke. Ew. Anyway, I'm uh, stupid. You, I'm you're sober. Welcome. I'm the sober one here. I am not. Yeah. So, uh, Ash also claimed that he would make derogatory comments to her, mm-hmm. that he hit fans in the head with stage equipment, would tell her friends that had come up on stage that they were band whores and that if they would not say on stage that his cum tastes good. What? Yep. So he literally would bring up her friends on stage and be like, tell everybody my cum tastes good. And then they're like, no, because that's fucking gross and weird. And then he's like, you're a bunch of band whores. So the whole incel thing of... Why won't you have sex with me? Well, I guess you're a whore because you won't have sex with me. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Okay. Ew. Sure. Sure, Jan. Um, and she also claimed that at one point during the tour, she saw police come and interrupt the tour because he was with someone that was underage. Mm-hmm. So she also claims that her in particular, uh, to her in particular, he at one point attempted to strangle her as well as he refused to stop touching or groping her on stage during performances, even when she specifically asked him to Wait, stop. Wait, this is still Ash Costello? Yes. Oh my God. Yep. That he had attempted to strangle her as well as he would constantly grope and touch Jesus. her on stage when she specifically asked him to stop. What a fucking asshole. Yep. So she had also said in recent years after she made that post that she would no longer work with blood on the dance floor due to Davi's behaviors. Mm -hmm. So many victims have come forward to her and told them about instances that occurred with them and that she has brought a lot of these claims and evidence to the police, Mm -hmm. but has been told numerous times that they would not be investigating due to jurisdictional issues Mm. due to these instances happening all over the country Mm -hmm. so she's tried very hard to Mm -hmm. assist victims Mm -hmm. and she herself clearly was victimized by this Mm -hmm. person but unfortunately once again police dropping the Mm -hmm. ball here of course so for these next set of incidents i'm mostly going to go through nearly all of them here as there's no definitive timeline that i can find for a lot of these so i will include that most of all of these uh together as these were things that were happening from the years of 2012 to 2016. Mm -hmm. so one girl that came forward uh that during the time he was abusing her uh when she was underage he used to refer to her as my little school girl ew don't you think the heebie-jeebies yeah that's fucking gross um so she said that he had once assaulted her in his car outside of a mall in texas 
as well as she claims that he not only continued to groom her, but had convinced her mom that she was a great guy. And during one spring break, when she was still underage, he invited her, her mother, and her brother to his home in Arizona. They declined originally due to the mother's car breaking down, but he then offered to pay to fix the car, and he had bought tickets for them flying or flying them out to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, however, these were one-way tickets, and he told this girl that she would have to earn the money <gasps> to get the tickets back. So, to do this, he would force her to perform or uh, sex acts to pay for the tickets. So, they did eventually make it back home. But he never paid any money to fix her mother's car, as promised. Jesus Christ. Yep. So this was a child that he flew across state lines for the purposes, allegedly for the purposes of sexual contact. Uh, A one-way ticket. So potential. So she felt like like she had to to do this to get back. Yep. And that she felt literally trapped and imprisoned. And the only way to get back home was to do this. Jesus fucking Christ. (sighs) Allegedly. Um, I'm just going to pepper that word in for mm-hmm. character here, mm-hmm. or just flavor, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. So another person that came forward uh, claimed that she attended a meet and greet after a concert of theirs that she had gone to where Davi, or she asked Davi uh, to sign the T-shirt that she had just bought. Mm-hmm. So literally like holding the T-shirt she wanted him to sign. Mm-hmm. He just instead decided to sign the shirt she was physically wearing and proceeded to then grope her in the process. Jesus Christ. Yep. So literally imagine going up to a band member, holding out a t-shirt, being like, please sign this t-shirt. And they're like, no, no, no. I'll do you one better, child. And literally trying to sign your boob. And there, I remember when I met process. Black Girl Brides, uh-huh. they would not sign shirts people were wearing. Yeah. To protect themselves. Because they're like, I don't want to do this. And yeah. fun fact, that's also a huge thing at Disney World, too. Yeah. You're, they will not, even if you ask them to sign on your back, they will not do that. No. Because they want to make sure everyone's all safe and stuff like that. Exactly. So the fact that he was like, actually, here you go. Let yep. me be a creep and touch your tits or maybe lack thereof. Like, yeah. uh, this yep. is a child. This is a child. Oh my God. And she did not ask for this whatsoever. She literally handed him a t-shirt mm-hmm. in her hands and was like, sign this one. Oh my God. Yep. So she also claims that at a show that she had attended with her mother during the song Call Me Master. Mm-hmm. So during the performance for this, he would he would walk through the crowd with a girl on a leash. Uh, he then did that, walking this woman on a leash up to her mom, who was at the bar, and then proceeded to pour a drink on her and then grabbed her attempting to make out with her. Her mother rebuffed these advances and was not okay with this occurring at all. And I could not even begin to describe how I would feel if I was at a concert and I watched the performer walk through the crowd with someone on a leash, go up to a person just sitting at the bar, clearly not participating Mm. in the concert itself throw a drink on them and then try to kiss them yeah forcefully. No. i'd be like what the fuck be like what the fuck is this creepy weirdo doing but yep that's oh, exactly what this same person who had the t-shirt experience that's Jesus. Her, her mom 
So another woman alleges that she had been a fan of the band for about two years, uh, starting about when she was like 16. So she attended many shows and multiple meet and greets where she directly interacted with Davi numerous times. So after she turned 18, he asked her to meet him very late at night in a very sketchy part of town. Mm. She rejected this this invitation. And after this, he ignored her for months until around Halloween of that year when she had posted pictures of herself on social media Mm -hmm. in her costume if i remember correctly it was like a harley quinn costume Mm -hmm. um after which he began to send her explicit messages regarding her costume and her appearance Mm. she then agreed to meet up with him uh where he then came and picked her up at her house around five o'clock in the morning and told her not to tell anyone about his messages So he then drove her away and parked somewhere she did not recognize. He then attempted multiple times to kiss her, which she turned down these advances. He then asked her if she was a virgin, which she disclosed that she did not consider herself that as she had previously been sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. I want to say as a side note, you are absolute like although virginity is a concept and Mm -hmm. I think that it is a very oppressive concept to... Mm -hmm women or female adjacent or identifying people in particular Mm -hmm. you are allowed to consider yourself one or identify as one if you have been sexually exactly yep Mm -hmm. sexual contact that you do not consent to is not taking anything Mm -hmm. from you nor should ever Mm -hmm. agreed so he apologized to her for that experience that she had had and said that he hated people like that as uh, yep Although he... Mm, pot coal in the kettle black. Yep. Hypocrite. Although he had allegedly done many similar things over the years previous to this. For I, like nearly five years or more before this. I, I, mm, okay. Okay. Okay, Jen. Okay. Sure, but, Jen. Yep. So then after having a conversation about how she had been previously victimized, he then asked if he could feel her up. The fuck? Yep. Because, you know, nothing sets the mood like someone disclosing assault. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. So he then orally assaulted her chest and pulled down her shirt. Jesus. She couldn't get away from him because she was, she, they were in the car mm-hmm. and she felt trapped. Mm-hmm. So he then forced her to perform oral sex on him where he also pinched her nose during <gasps> it so she could not breathe. So after the attack was over, he pulled her in close, hugging her as she was clearly very upset, and told her that this was just how BDSM is. This is not it. Okay. Are, there, are we going to talk more about the whole BDSM thing? Uh, I think this is his only time he really uses this excuse, so please, cue your rant about this. Let's go. Okay. So, mm-hmm. to all my family who watches this, skip this part skip forever (laughs) skip this part yes i myself as a queer person and just a person in general am into the bdsm community like i am aware of it i participate in that stuff like i've done a lot of research on it i was introduced to it at a very young age should not have been introduced to it at 15 years old but it is trauma anyway such a big thing in the bdsm community is consent when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, the entire BDSM community was up in fucking arms because they're like, this main, main character, I think her name is Anastasia or some bullshit like that, yeah. did not consent to anything Christian Grey was doing. Or if she did, he ignored her limits. Here's the thing, and I even watched a training on this recently. Choking and breath play is very, very dangerous. And people in the BDSM community 
normally will not do it unless I have a, a static consent. Like it's, it's fries yes. for consent or whatever yes, it is. Yes, fries. Freely given, reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and situational. Exactly. So like they they are very big ones about consent when it comes to everything, including breath play. Now myself would not be lying if I said like I wouldn't enjoy, I, do, I enjoy being choked, right? But it's such, you have to trust that person. Yep. I do, uh, before my past two relationships and they're, you know, serious relationships like mm-hmm. i would not let just hookups choke me because that is very dangerous i yep. don't know them personally that is something you do you do with someone you trust and when someone does that when they're sexually assaulting you they don't give a fuck nope. the fact that he held her nose shut which is still strangling because that's still mm-hmm. preventing her breathing like that is not what bdsm is bdsm is people think it's very is being harsh and being yeah. very mean and yes that is part of that is part of the dominant and the masochism and the, the sadism like don't get me wrong that is part of it but it is to two participating adults yes. two that consenting partners yes this and is... a lot of the times i mean there, there yeah. are people who are just dominant and submissive who don't have any like like emotional relationship but in my case like if i've ever explored that it's always been in a loving caring relationship where they can do this they can say things they can call me names they can do whatever they want to do but afterwards they're like hey i love you hey you're okay like mm-hmm. there's that aftercare like and him okay and i know there are people out there be like oh like he gave her a hug afterwards that could be considered aftercare no it no. is not aftercare is holding that person cuddling that person being like what can i do for you getting them water aftercare also isn't always pretty after aftercare is cleaning up after someone is making sure that there's any wounds or any like marks that you're like icing them that you're like comforting them if they're having flashbacks because of a rough scene like there's such thing as dom drop and sub drop and that's a whole nother whole nother subject that i could Mm -hmm. go for hours on to but this is not what bdsm is that is literally you are using as an excuse and i have heard so many abusers use it as an excuse and it paints a bad picture for people like me who are consenting adults who do it for fun it's annoying as fuck (laughs) i hate it two things i want to add to this it cannot be considered aftercare if the person never consented to it in the first place then it is just gaslighting someone you just assaulted yep and my second thought that I had to this is because clearly this incident where he was pinching her nose, cutting off breathing, this happened after the person that he forced oral sex mm-hmm. on that had asthma and mm-hmm. had an asthma attack. So to me, allegedly, sorry, I have to keep using that word. But to me, that says potentially he really got off on the idea of almost hurting yes. or strangling a person or suffocating a person mm-hmm. that he got off a lot heavily on not only because he clearly allegedly has a pattern here or an attraction mm-hmm. to forced oral sex. Mm-hmm. I think that experience of literally nearly sending someone mm-hmm. into an asthma attack or nearly killing someone while attempting to assault them got him off. Yeah, Russell does Jimmy's. Yeah, it, it made him happy. So decided to do that again. Well, and it, it, it makes me most upset that he decided to do this to someone who had just disclosed that they had been assaulted. Yeah, and it... it- it's one of the it almost reminds you of like when serial killers like do something like oh mm-hmm. oh my god it's I like it's like, like it's like when jeffrey Dahmer would like have sex with men he'd be like okay yeah. i like this but then he had sex with men he a man he drugged and he was like oh, oh i like this hurting someone or control yes. even more exactly it reminds me a lot yeah. of that and it's like yes that is so an fucked es- up yeah it reminds it's, it's clearly showing an escalation mm-hmm. of violence and that's why it's so important to stop predators like mm-hmm. this because it can go to a very scary, deadly place mm-hmm. or really a much more violent place. 
mm-hmm. these attacks are clearly getting more and more violent. Well, and I think something else that really bothers me too is mm-hmm. the whole like parading a woman around on a leash and the song called Call Me Master. Yeah. Now, putting it out there, there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing that. There's an aspect of that that a lot of people it like, can right? Be like art. and I if it was you know, not this band, it could be artful. Well, not 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 even like talking about art just in the BDSM community. The reason mm-hmm. I'm bringing that up is because like that is something that is huge in the BDSM community is mm-hmm. that like the ownership that's literally part of the dominant and submissive dynamic. Like one person quote unquote owns the other is a master dominant whatever, this that and the other. But what bothers me is that that was done at a at a with a by a someone whose fans are very very young yeah like i went and saw motionless and white and they they have a song called um oh my god it's called dead as fuck or something like that and it's about like how like if she has a pole she's not my type it's kind of it's a fucked up song it's it's gross it's it's a thing it's oh, weird well then. very weird there's also the same band who says i'm gonna fuck your face with a switchblade so like violent it's 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 a thing anyway but even them like when they had a song they're talking about necrophilia essentially like they don't they literally had people like had two girls come out in cheerleader costumes that was the extent of what they did okay so it wasn't like not giving disturbing visuals exactly same time like you can have this song and play it like i'm not saying they couldn't play a song about their interests you know what i mean like whatever i mean fuck let's look at like sleep token can love sleep token. like sleep token like i literally see a video mm-hmm. of vessel i think that's the main, main the least her vessel he's guy who wears a mask he never wears underwear he just has his dick flopping out all the time and like good for him and like loose baggy pants here's the thing that is okay yeah you know why because he's not actively being like look at this woman i'm dragging on a leash yes and also his target audience is, is not like our age kids yeah. he's not let's be real here blood on the dance floor knew their target audience yes. they knew their target audience were teens well and here's the thing like even like even let's talk about black for brides for a second like there they was a their age base they're they're new to the, they knew their age base and there was a there was a running joke with andy Biersack front poop where he yep. used to wear skinny jeans and i would like to believe he is well endowed because that's as an adult I, I just want to think that for him. Me too. I really hope. I don't. I, I, I hope so. I, the picture I paint of Andy Biersack in my head is a very big penis and no Scientology. So obviously, yeah. part of that is not real. But anyway, that's my fantasy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like, even then, like yeah. him and his stage manager had a thing where he would like text him or pull him aside and be like, "Hey, front poop," and he would fix his dick yeah. at shows to not show off his dick because they knew they, they had kids. young fans. Yeah, children. Like, uh, uh, hello, you are marketing your stuff towards young, impressionable people. Yep. And obviously, Davi liked to take advantage of that. And he was a fucking pedophile. He predator, also predator. just allegedly really enjoyed talking to kids about sex. All right, Colleen. Like, could you chill out? Ah! <laughs> ah! Sorry. Also, to be fair, I have been not. So I like go on like weird, like not vocal stims but like weird catchphrases every so often Mm -hmm. and especially at work whenever shit goes wrong my new thing is i literally look at people and be like oh to quote the great disgraced colleen ballinger well fuck me right (laughs) oh my god that's been my ongoing joke for like two weeks jesus fucking christ people probably who the fuck is that well, I've mostly been saying this to the coworkers that I've already mm, shouted yes. at them about yeah, okay, this, so they're sense. aware. Makes sense. Yeah. Love but, that. All right. So to get back into it, so another- we don't want to be chatter cunts. We can do that all we want. Yeah, That's right. what we clearly are, apparently. Yeah, right. 
So another victim that came forward claims that she was 15 years old when she met Torres at a fan meetup when he hugged her and asked for her phone. She assumed that he was going to take a picture with her, but instead he put his phone number into it. Mm -hmm. So he then later invited her to a party. She begged her parents to let her go and even took a friend with her. Mm -hmm. At this party, he kept telling her to go into the merch room in his garage and pick up or pick anything that she wanted. She kept refusing as she did not think that this was fair, but finally agreed. Mm -hmm. So while there alone, he quartered her in the room and asked her if she was a good student. Oh, I hate that. She was confused by this and said no, that she actually wasn't doing very well in school. They left the room and went back to the party. He then later in the night asked her to help him with something in the garage. While there, he blocked the door again and prevented her from leaving where he again asked her if she was a good student. So he then asked her her age. And when she told him she was 15... Uh, he told her not to tell because he could get into trouble and then forcefully kissed her. He then forced her to perform oral sex. So this was even more deeply upsetting to her because it was after this that she realized that all the rumors about him were mm-hmm. true, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. So she had spent years defending him online only to realize that he was the predator that people Jesus were saying. Christ. So he then took her to his bedroom where he continued to try and make conversation with her and act as if nothing had just happened. She discussed how much she loved making art and he offered her a job designing merch to, for the band, which of course never happened. Mm-hmm. He then sexually assaulted her again. After this, he kept asking her if she wanted a lollipop, which she said no. He did not listen to this and then brought her a rainbow penis-shaped lollipop. He, she says that after this, he then assaulted her again and forcefully raped her. Jesus. While she was trying to talk him out of raping her, she had said that she had not showered recently as her family was experiencing extreme poverty and had recently had their water shut off for mm-hmm. not being able to pay for the bill. He then offered to pay the water bill for her family if he could continue assaulting her. He then ripped off her dress, breaking its zipper, and while undressed, saw that her bra was quite quite broken and was being held together by safety pins. He made fun of this and then proceeded to film himself, forcing her to perform oral sex. This is very upsetting here as well. Uh, When she left that night, she had had cuts in her mouth and bruises all along her arms. So she had occurred an extremely violent attack. Jesus fucking Christ. So after this, he continued to call her regularly and talk to her as if nothing had happened. This made her think that he clearly didn't mean to hurt her. Mm -hmm. So she was so smitten with him, as she claims, that she later says she mistook abuse for affection. Mm -hmm. So he convinced her that because she was inexperienced, that he may have just thought that she liked things rough. She was 15. Hello. But okay. So she also claims that in June 2015, he flew her out to San Diego to meet him. When he brought her out, he only bought her a one-way ticket and told mm. her that to get a ticket back, she it would cost her a price. And then charged her $50 per instance of oral sex. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yep. Oh so, my God. This next person will be the only person that I kind of mention mm-hmm. ish by name, and that is only because they dated. Mm-hmm. 
So also a former girlfriend of his, Madeline, claims that their relationship and slash or grooming uh, for it had began when she was still a minor. Mm -hmm. So they publicly dated from the years 2014 to 2016. Mm -hmm. And she claims that during their relationship, he was physically, sexually and emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. She also claims that he that they publicly dated or that before they publicly dated when she was still a minor, he solicited child sex abuse materials from her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not shocked. Not at all. Uh, so one woman who also alleged predatory behavior met him on a dating app when she was 18 and that the pair had gone out to dinner. So during this dinner, he had kept giving her glasses of wine when she did not ask for them. Mm-hmm. And of course, she would. She was not of drinking mm-hmm. age. So when the date finally ended and he was dropping her off at home, he forcefully groped her. He then invited her to a party at his house. She decided to attend, and while there, he gave her copious amounts of weed Mm. and then went back to his room where they cuddled until he decided to force her to perform oral sex. She tried to fight back, and afterwards, he looked at her and said, and I quote, I'm so sorry. I'm just really horny for you. Mm, My God. I don't give a fuck how horny you are. No one cares. And no one fucking cares. You know what? No one cares. Get Why don't balls. you get consent? Mm-hmm. How about you just jack off? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, listen, I get wanting someone so bad. Yeah. You do not assault them. And you it's not an excuse yeah. that you're horny that you assault somebody. Are you fucking kidding me? That shit pisses me off so fucking bad. Like, I, as someone who has sexual trauma, like, I have had that phrase said to mm-hmm. me before. Like, when yeah. stuff has been forced onto me. No. no, 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 no. That's not how that fucking works. Too fucking bad. Yeah. Too bad. Guess what? Too fucking bad. Too bad. Uh, I don't know why, but like it kind of makes me have to feel like I need to go back to when I used to be a violence prevention educator and say the sentence that I used to have to say when talking to like high schoolers or college students about consent that I literally would straight up say the phrase that it's like, I don't know if this is different for other people, but I would probably be pretty upset if the person that I wanted to have sex with wasn't like over the moon excited to have sex Mm -hmm. with me. Like that would kind of like cause some self-confidence for me. As well as like, I just, I can't understand the idea of wanting to have sex with someone who's not excited about or doesn't Mm -hmm. want to have sex with you. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yep. So there was that. So, and at some point during these years, Blood on the Dance Floor's very own YouTube channel uploaded a video of him groping a young woman who appeared to be extremely intoxicated. Mm-hmm. At one point in the video, he pushes her down and directly asks her, and I quote, Do you want to lick my cum? At one point, while he's pushing her, she falls down, and after which he shouts at her to flash the camera, which she does. At this, at one point, while this was still on YouTube, she had commented on the video, "Please uh, take this down, please. I do not want to be reminded of the awful moment in my life where I was sexually assaulted. The video at some time after this was taken down. Mm-hmm. So this was on their own YouTube page. So Jesus. like the page where they would upload their music videos yeah. and concert, like yeah. their different concerts and live performances was a video of this jesus fucking christ yeah of someone who was claiming to be assaulted in the video jesus yeah so there's that so however to 2016 things changed for davi 
His longtime bandmate and former roommate, Javon Monroe, quit the band. So Jeremy says that what, he, why he made this decision to finally quit the band was after he revealed that Davi had no concern for him or anyone else's safety. He publicly admitted that during the time that he had quit, he had been diagnosed as HIV positive mm -hmm. and was requiring medical treatment for the disease. So Monroe claims that during the entire time that he was in the band, Torres would refuse to pay him directly and would just directly pay his bills for him. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. so none of the money that was being made from the band ever went into Jay's hands or Jeremy's hands. Mm -mm. They just... Any bills that he had or any expenses he had, Davi just paid for them. So he never had any money of his own. Jesus. It was always in Davi's hands. So during the last year that he was in the band, Davi refused to give him time off or money needed to pay for his medical treatments. So he told Jeremy that he was in too much debt and couldn't give him any of the previously earned money from the band and instead said that the only way for him to get any money would be to go on tour again. So Davi forced him to tour when extremely ill due to withholding medical treatment. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So since leaving the band, Griffiths has also detracted from Dobby publicly and said that contributing factors to him leaving is learning that Vanity is a predator. Mm -hmm. So he has also come forward multiple times saying that he believes that Dobby has sexually abused underage fans and that because of this, many fans of the band have turned on him too. Mm -hmm. So both Jeremy and Garrett, so the previ previous band member, receive similar treatment from Blood on the Dance Floor fans where they get harassed and even have death threats lodged mm -hmm. against them for speaking up against what Jesus they witnessed Christ. during their time in the band. Jesus. Yeah. So them just speaking out, they've literally received death threats. Jesus fucking so, Christ. Jeremy has also said that looking back at his time in the band, he re realizes how abusive the entire experience was for him, that not only was he groomed to be Garrett's replacement while he was still a minor, but he feels that Davi manipulated him a lot and that he was just become that as he was just becoming an adult, not only with taking full financial ownership over him and never giving him any financial autonomy, but also he said that Davi would force him to like and or hate anyone who he liked or hated. So he claims that Torres would not allow him to have any opinions of his own about people Jesus. whatsoever. So after Jay left the band, Davi's then fiance, Fallon Vendetta, became his next bandmate. So one victim states that in 2016, when she was 20, she met Davi at a show that her friend had taken her to. So this friend at the time was romantically involved with him and for some odd reason sent pictures of her to him without her knowledge that she came to find about late, found out about later. Bless you. Okay, we're yeah, so literally her friend that she came to the show with was sending Davi nude pictures of her without her consent or the knowledge. Fuck, dude. What a fucking friend, right? Jesus. So her friend continued to be involved with him and would invite her to some of his parties. So one night after a party at his Cleveland house, she f had fallen asleep and woke up at around 4 a.m. to him forcing her head to his crotch. So he then forced her to perform oral sex. After a short time after this, he invited her to be in one of his music videos for the band, which... Again, I'm not shaming this person for mm -hmm. agreeing to do this, even after having been assaulted by mm -hmm. him. Because, again, as we've seen with all of these folks mm -hmm. and all of these young girls, it is very normal and a very normal trauma response for someone to try to pretend like this didn't mm -hmm. happen. Yep. 
or to continue to have contact with someone who has hurt them. Yep. And I don't want anybody to have some sort of crazy perception of like that people don't continue to have contact with their abusers or that nobody who's been abused or harmed doesn't afterwards, Mm -hmm. even if this person was an acquaintance that had harmed them. Mm -hmm. It happens. It just happens. I don't know why there will never be a good way to explain why the brain does this other than we just our brains know that we can't process certain things and Mm -hmm. go into denial as a form of safety. Mm -hmm. In the shoot, he wanted her to act out performing oral on him for the music video. So while shooting, he continuously kept shoving his crotch in her face all the while in front of his bandmate and fiance Fallon. Jesus. So some of the other claims victims have made against him was that he would never take no for an answer. He did admit to one victim when he was quite drunk and crying that he didn't know why he was like this. So he at least allegedly, according to this person, while drunk and crying, realizes that his behavior is inappropriate or unacceptable and started crying about it and whining. I don't know why I'm a rapist. I'd be like, I don't know. Stop being a rapist then. Go kick rocks. I have no sympathies. Mm -mm. None. So as well as showing her Snapchats that he had exchanged with young girls, Mm -hmm. as well as he told one underage victim in regards to forced oral, you'll love it. It tastes like ice cream. Ew. I wish that was scrubbed from my brain. That's so fucking disgusting. Yep. Ugh. That's a thing that he said to someone. Ew. That's so Who fucking was a nasty. Child. Is anybody else having a good time here? Because I'm yeah, not. That's <laughs> fucking gross. Um, so even though the band wanted a lot in or waned a lot in fame after Jay had left the band. Um, so basically during the most like they rose in fame while Garrett was in the band. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the majority and like their biggest height of fame was when Jay was in the band Mm -hmm. and after Jay left and then Fallon came into the band, Mm -hmm. that was when everything started to go downhill Mm -hmm. um, popularity wise. Mm -hmm. So after he left in 2016, the band did continue to attempt to perform and tour with very little disruption Mm -hmm. regarding the history of abuse as other than online advocacy groups, no one was really talking about Mm -hmm. this kind of like open secret so Mm -hmm. it wasn't until 2018 that the online magazine metal sucks published the first official account of Mm -hmm. anyone coming forward with accusations against him Mm -hmm. so they interviewed six alleged victims and with that gained more of a voice for detractors of torres to finally have a chance to interrupt his never-ending access to kids Mm -hmm. So although groups devoted to exposing Davi's behavior has existed almost as long as the band has, the only group that has ever had any real success has been the online group Blood on the Dance Floor is Garbage Core. Mm -hmm. So they were some of the first people to begin reporting about the quote-unquote relationship or Mm -hmm. air quotes relationship that an underage fan was having with him and the messages they shared online that um, had been leaked to them by a friend of the underage mm-hmm. girl it showed a clearly inappropriate relationship so the girl in this situation told her friend that she was fearful of him and often blamed herself for not being careful mm. which that is not her fault Mm-mm. and especially it is not it's not on a child Mm-mm. to 
be more careful or to protect themselves from an adult. Agreed. Agreed. So, but after these clear screenshots were posted, it made it easier for the group to get venues and other bands to pay attention. So some touring partners after this made public accusations against him and have refused to tour with him, including Jeffree Star, who Mm -hmm. this is neither here nor there, as he has flip-flopped a lot during his time Mm -hmm. about his stance on Dobby Vanity. Um, just mm-hmm. for context, there were times that he would tweet that Davi was a predator and mm-hmm. then would go on tour with him. Mm-hmm. And then now, like a couple of years ago, when people started investigating this, including Chris Hansen, Jeffree mm-hmm. Starr in an interview with Chris Hansen being like, he's a predator. I found out about it. And then I never worked with him again, mm-hmm. which is categorically yeah. a lie. Whatever. We all know Jeffree Star is kind of a piece of work. So Jeffree Star is what Jeffree Star is. Mm-hmm. So. But also venues have canceled uh, many of their concerts, so leading the band to pretty much entirely dissolve by 2018. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, Huffington Post also post, or put out two separate pieces of their own, not only interviewing and detailing the incident that had happened with the Florida victim that became his first criminal entanglement mm-hmm. with the police, but also in their initial investigation, they had interviewed 12 victims of his, three of whom also spoke in the Metal Sucks article. So eventually, by the end of their investigation, 21 women had come forward with allegations ranging from vaginal rape, molestation, and many instances of forced oral sex. Jesus Christ. So, allegedly, but two of these victims that came forward were 13 years old at the time of their abuse, as he was 28 to 29 years old, respectively. Oh my fucking God. 14 of the women interviewed claimed that he had forced them to perform oral sex on him. And some had even said that during these instances, they struggled to breathe or their mouths had literally bled. Mm -hmm. So 16 of the women that came forward were minors when these instances occurred and these abuses happened in 12 different states and in two Canadian provinces across a 10 year time span. Holy shit. Yeah. So... Pretty big, long criminal history here. So, so far, as of 2019, he has faced no criminal charges over any of the things that have happened in those two separate encounters with police departments over sex crimes with minors. So the FBI, when interviewed by Huffington Post, would not confirm or deny if there were any or there were to be any investigation into these. So Florida police in specific, where Torres currently lives, said that there is no complaint currently in their district so they have no jurisdiction or no basis to be investigating him at this Mm. time so in some positive news however since ending the band torres does have far less access Mm -hmm. to a fan base and slash or now fan meetups with him are non-existent and he is unable to use venues like the Mm -hmm. like that to meet and groom children anymore Mm -hmm. that's good So many of the people that have supported these allegations as truthful have said that they have found that his meet and greets in particular to just be mass grooming opportunities Mm -hmm. for him as well as he could. So he could flirt, grope and even get the phone numbers Mm -hmm. of his later victims, Mm -hmm. most of whom were usually minors. Mm -hmm. So again, Davi's former bandmate, Jeremy, when asked how it is possible for Davi to manipulate others and his victims so well, he has said, and I quote, Davi has a childlike mind, and that's why he's able to get into the head, uh, the heads of these kids and manipulate their thoughts and minds. Mm-hmm. 
So many of the victims echo these sentiments and that he would make them, what happened to them, seem normal. Mm -hmm. So he repeatedly visited some of them after the violence and often would make them feel special. One woman who even used to work for Davi and sell merch for the band as well as briefly lived with the band for a period of time had been quoted as saying, you meet him and he just charms you. He's he charms everybody that he meets. Mm-hmm. That's what's scary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So far, the only things that is known publicly about him anymore is that the band's ending or since the band's ending, he moved back into his parents home in Florida, where he still currently resides. So he no longer keeps up with any blood on the dance floor social media and has removed any mentions of the band from most of his social medias. Mm-hmm. Currently, he has rebranded all of his previous social media accounts to being a dark arts page. So on these accounts, he filters all comments, especially any comments mentioning any of the abuse allegations Mm. against him. So, however, on all of these, he has completely changed in appearance to be far less recognizable Mm -hmm. in many ways. Mm -hmm. So he does still do a very seen look. But he doesn't look the same due to possible plastic surgery and significant mm-hmm. weight loss. Yeah. So on these pages, the majority of people interacting with the page are mm-hmm. still young girls. Yep. So all the, and now because I had to watch a lot of content mm-hmm. to try to find this out, and I went through some of these things. So he does TikTok lives singing. Ew. It's so bad. It's so Ew. bad. Him and his stupid wigs. So although he has done a lot to try to distance himself publicly from the band in any attempt to hide his past, in 2018, he allegedly continued to interact with and have phone calls with a 16-year-old girl that he had met in Michigan when she was 13. Jesus fucking Christ. So in some of these messages, he had asked her her bra size, told her that he loved her, and even asked her if she had any sexual fantasies about him. Ew. The answer is no. No one does. Ew. Literally no one. Ugh. Thanks. That's fucking nasty. Thanks. I hate it. Ew. So also within the last few years, he has made his thoughts known about these kind of allegations quite well uh, with the kind of company that he keeps and the kind of comments that he makes about others who have been accused of these things. Jesus. So in December 2018, after the first article about his abuses was published by the Huffington Post, they reached out to him multiple times for a comment, but he continued to ignore any any of their contact Mm -hmm. and any of the allegations altogether so but not long after that he went on uh online defending william control francis who has been publicly accused of running a sex cult of young women Mm -hmm. particularly again a bdsm sex cult Mm -hmm. lies so some of whom were minors at the beginning of their abuses he commented on one article about it and i quote people don't realize how lies can destroy a man's life these aren't fucking lies, though. I mean, like, when shit happens, it happens. Like, are you... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay, sure. All right. sure, Dottie, oh, okay, sure. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. We exactly. should be concerned about your career like, and not all the people that, that you've harmed. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hello? Okie dokie. Uh, that's one of my most annoying... I, I like, get infuriated mm-hmm. and cannot handle... The second someone says a thing like that to me, particularly men, mm-hmm. if they say a thing of, like, well, people don't realize how, like, false accusations mm-hmm. can destroy someone's life. And I was like, very rarely are there false accusations. And also, if that is your response to yes. someone coming forward 
and not to try to investigate, not to try to give that person mm-hmm. grace, not to let things unfold, but to be like, it has to be a lie. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I don't want to be around you. Yep. Agreed. Completely agree. Just, I don't. So, and after this, he had tried encouraging fans to use the hashtag, hashtag Davi Vanity is innocent. I did recently look at this hashtag, and there are a little over a thousand posts to this hashtag, most of which were from a few years ago when he was trying to encourage people Mm -hmm. to use this. But there are still some very young-looking scene girls continuing to use this hashtag, even to, to this day. Of course. And more disgustingly, usually with thirst trap type photos of him. Ew. I don't know how you can make a thirst trap about that. But there is. But there is. Ew. That makes me like nauseous. (sighs) Yeah. And it makes me so upset because the whole like, he's bald. He wears wigs. Mm -hmm. Every time I think of it, all I can think of is the, when will you wear wigs? But then it ruins it for me a little bit Mm -hmm. because I don't want that associated with this Mm -hmm. piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But. Hello? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, and just another little fun pa- fun fact about the kind of company that Torres keeps. During the band's heyday, he used to allow a man named Shane Coates to live with the mm-hmm. band. Coates went on to form his own band in 2016, being the Juggalo-esque <gasps> rap type group. Devi- think- no. Nope. It's so Juggalo. So part yeah. of that same vein. Um. This rap group was called Deviant Horror that mm-hmm. consisted of himself and his then wife. So in 2012 or 2022, Coates was arrested for the sexual battery of his own 13-year-old daughter. <gasps> yep. So this is the type of person that Davi was friends with and allowed to live in his house. Was someone who went on to abuse their own 13-year-old child. Hello? Yep. Uh-huh. And funnily enough, on the Deviant Horror Juggalo fandom page, it literally lists associated acts as Davi Vanity, and it literally says, Davi Vanity, also a pedophile. Ah! I love it. I yeah. love it. So. Ew, I hated that. I hated all of that. That was horrible. That's gross. I hate you for that. Yeah. So there it is, guys. That's all the things I could find about this person who's never been arrested has been charged a couple of times, but has never been convicted of assaults or sexual contact with minors, but has been charged twice with sexual contact with minors in two different states. Mm. Um, And that 27 different individuals and women and young girls have come forward and said that this person has sexually assaulted them or groomed them or harmed them in some way. And two former bandmates has said, yeah. And a former ex-girlfriend or a former girlfriend. Yeah. Confirmed abuses. Allegedly. Allegedly, I hate him. Allegedly, he's an asshole. Allegedly, this was a great time. Allegedly, I hated it. Allegedly, I'm having so much fun. Allegedly, I want to get fucked up after this because I don't want to hear. I don't want to remember any of this. I hate that I know this. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, um, with that being said, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah. If y'all want to, hopefully, we'll have a light, a little bit of a lighter case. When I say lighter case, maybe not kid case. Um, if you want to follow us along on Instagram, you can follow us at 
Figures in the Dark. You can follow us on Twitter at Figures in the Dark, but dark spelled D-R-K. You can send us a message, uh, share our page, like our page on Facebook at Figures in the Dark. You can send us an email with your case suggestions, spooky stories, mental health check-ins, pictures of your cats to Figures in the Dark Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms, including Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Yeah. And thank you. And as always, beware the figures in the dark. Bye. Bye.